welcome to Talk of Tumwater, the production of Greater Tumwater Partners in Progress. On this podcast, we'll talk about the local businesses in Tumwater to give you the backstory to their success. We'll also talk about the economic initiatives that are driving the progress of the community. And we'll talk about the issues that the community faces and much more. So stick around and let's talk a tumble. Hey everyone and welcome to Talk a Tumwa. I'm joined in the studio today by a man that probably needs no introduction, but I'm going to do it anyway. A former Tumwa City Council member, current chair of the Wapalo County Board of Supervisors, a Tumwa Oktoberfest committee member, vice chair of the Southeast Iowa Sports Commission, and probably 30 or 40 other titles, Brian Morgan. Welcome to the studio, Brian. Good morning, Mark. Thank you. So uh, what we're here to talk about today um, is a project that's been going on for quite some time uh, in the city of Ottumwa, and it it looks like it's getting fairly close to uh, coming to fruition, the uh, sports complex. So uh, just talking in generalities, when did this concept actually start? Well, I think it's always good to start from the beginning and and I can tell you, and people always kind of their eyes bulge out when I say it, but the first meeting I went to of any type of, of sports complex facility, anything of this nature in Ottumwa was about 2002 down at the city garage. Uh, I was involved with a, a little league here in town, and um, at that time there was talk about the casino possibly coming in and uh, everything that, those, that it could bring. Then, like everything else, uh, you know, it kind of fades and bogs down. Of course, the casino stuff didn't happen. Fast forward about another seven or eight years, same thing again. And uh, then in about 2019, TJ came to us at the uh, Board of Supervisors office and said, hey, I'd really like to fund this study uh, just to see what we need. Because, of course, everyone's saying we need this and we need this. And uh, study was about $25,000. And he uh, he was trying to get some different community members to throw some money in and and we seen the value in this, so at that point we just said we'll fund the study um, itself, and that's actually led us to this point here, to where um, I think us even even as a small group to getting this going really was looking probably more of the outdoor facility things, but as the uh, as the study broke everything down, it really showed what was lacking not just in Atumwa but in Southeast Iowa. And in our region, and that's an indoor facility that covers things like basketball, volleyball, um, soccer, uh, things of that nature. Okay. So not too long ago, you uh, made a presentation at the Ottumwa City Council meeting, and you gave a pretty impassioned uh, speech as to uh, why the community needed it. Um, and, and I think that that's probably something, you know, a lot of people probably didn't hear the city council meeting to hear your speech. I know that that's hard to believe. But uh, can you just uh, reiterate the importance of that to the Ottumwa and Wapalo County areas? Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of this, uh, as you as you try to sell the project or explain the project, sometimes, you know, you learn different things of what you need to what you need to talk about and how it impacts people. and And I think that's the biggest thing with it is, you know, we could say all day that this is for our kids, and it absolutely is for our kids. But this is this is for our town, for our county, for our area. Um, and I have personally gassed up my car and drove to Indianola. Uh, every Sunday for, you know, a couple months at a time to for my daughter to go play in a basketball league. Um, there's people doing it right now going up to Williamsburg. The fact that I go and, and fill that car up and then drive to Indianola to 
uh, go to the games, and then what do we do before we leave there? We go eat because we're starving. That's and there's an A and W there, but uh, you know, it, it just it was really one of those that really hit me. It's like, why are we spending our money and giving our money to other communities when we absolutely can do this here? We can keep these dollars right here in town, our dollars, my dollars, and then those other people that uh, that we see on that Sunday. We, we capture some of them, people coming out of northern Missouri. So I just I think the economic impact of it's it's what we do now as as uh, as adults, we follow our kids. If you have kids, you do what your kids are doing. And right now, that's that's the youth sports and the activities. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that, that people really miss out on when they're talking about, you know, economic development in a community is those quality of life attractions and how those quality of life attractions actually do impact the business community uh, in ways that, you know, you might not exactly think of, you know, the restaurant traffic, the hotel traffic, uh buying gas at the gas station, that's really an important consideration. And, you know, with, with these, the, the challenge is always, if you're going to a tournament, especially a two day tournament, do you drive back home? Do you stay the night? Got a group of people that's in uh, Des Moines this weekend and they're staying the night. Um, so how does that, how does that then affect us and those people? And, and we always hear, we, we've heard it for however long we've been in elected office that, it's they go to our gas stations, they go to our restaurants, this and that, whatever. Um, I think it goes a lot deeper than that. And, and as I spoke to a group yesterday, I explained how it all how it all really kind of fits into the niche and how it affects the taxpayer. So yes, we've gained that local option sales tax. But if we're putting heads in the beds, as we like to call it with you know, our Mitatuma group, you're gaining those hotel motel taxes. And what funds what what do we pay for out of hotel motel taxes? We pay for our uh, convention visitors bureau. We pay for Bridgeview center. I think some of it goes to the beach mm-hmm. out of that. So every dollar more that we can put in that is a dollar that if there's a shortfall or when there's a shortfall at Bridgeview or the beach, that's one less dollar we have to use general fund dollars for to cover that. So it does impact the taxpayer on their property tax bill. Absolutely. And one of the things that, uh, you know, looking uh, as a progressive community, looking five years down the road, is we're trying to to attract new business into the community and, and, in fact, new people into the community. This is one of those things that we can say, hey, here's an amenity that the city of Ottumwa has that not a lot of places around us do have. So if they are bringing a young family into the community, this is actually a good thing for them to to be able to make their decision on where they're going to call home because we do have things like a sports complex, water park, water park, civic center, yes, things of that name. And I think the just the whole synergy of that area with the hotel being built and you know, as discussion today on that, and we'll kind of get a little off topic, but do we need that hotel? Yes, we absolutely need the hotel. I was one of the people that said, I don't know if we need it. The Babe Ruth World Series coming to town last year, <clears throat> to me, really opened my eyes and changed my opinion of good quality hotel rooms. The the When we're talking about putting our best forward, foot forward and welcoming people into our community and where they're staying, that's a key that's a key thing. So, you know, the Hampton Inn, the Holiday Inn Express, they're full. They're full a lot of times. Monday through Thursday, I think they're like 90% capacity. So uh, 
to get those extra rooms and then help grow Bridgeview and you know and hopefully that helps people make their de- their determination on whether they're staying the night or not. You know, hey, we can, you know, Billy's got 2 hours in between games, so a little brother that's running around, we're packing his swim trunks, we're going to pay 5, 6, 7 bucks to take him to the beach and let him swim for 2 hours and it, it all works in together. That night maybe John Conley's playing and Hell, let's just stay for the stay for the show or whatever it may be. So, I think it really all goes hand in hand, and I think that area and the improvements made in downtown Atumwa. I know there's a plan for Church Street and the retail district out around Quincy and and uh, the Walmart area, Menards area out there. I I just I'm as you can generally tell, I'm pretty excited about the possibilities, mm-hmm. not just for the sports complex, but the growth around the complex. So, speaking of that. Um you you did mention uh, the the area that this is going to impact. That has been one of the questions that a lot of people around Atumwa have asked: is where exactly is this facility going to go, and how is it going to be connected to the beach um, and Sycamore Park area? Sure, um, it is it is in Sycamore Park. We uh, when we started the process, we looked at. A few sites, uh, <clears throat> one of them we looked at was the Target building, and lo and behold, as it set empty for, what, three years or four years, uh, as soon as we started looking at it, it got snatched up, which is great. You know, Yeah, it's, that's it's always on, a good thing. It's on the tax rolls. There's, you know, there's some stuff going in there, and I think there's always other possibilities there. But um, we looked at that. We looked at some land in the county, something maybe closer to the four lane. Some areas are doing that and, you know, pushing that growth um, out in out into the county closer to their bypasses and ultimately uh what we came down to was the sycamore park area and it won't be attached to the beach but it'll be right next to the beach um as far as taking out trees it's a tumble we're a tree city um there will be a few trees taken out by the plans right now it's about four trees so you know i i don't think we're going to ruin the aesthetic of you know sycamore park as far as removing the trees and um, I promise we need to we can plant more trees as well but uh, you know I I would love to see that Sycamore Park area really developed into an actual park because it's it's pretty swampy in there you know kids playing soccer or t-ball or whatever Um, so yeah I I really after we did it we sat down we looked at it and again the synergy is, is a word we like to use with it it just works perfect and fits perfect right in there in the plans for the park system in a tumble right now. Well, and I think that one of the other advantages to having it in that area specifically, um, not only uh, it's relative uh, proximity to to the park, to uh, Bridgeview Center, to the beach, but one of the things that almost has had a bad connotation in a tumble for pretty much of the existence of the city, but really is one of the gems of the community. We just really haven't taken advantage of it to this point is the river that's running right through the middle of town. There's been a lot of talk, you know, over the past few years, the Legacy Foundation had started a, a project not too, well, what, probably seven or eight years ago at this point, uh, the riverfront renaissance and, and that kind of got shelved for a little while, but, you know, with Main Street and Church Street, this this whole development here, this really starts to set the stage to really take advantage of uh, utilizing the, the Des Moines River through the middle of town as a, a central point of gathering for people in the community and make the river something that we can actually 
be proud of in the town instead of something that people go, oh, yeah, it's just the river. Right. A hundred percent. And that's been, you know, for as long as I can remember, that's been talk. You know, the people that's here, you know, we're proud of the river, too. You know, it it, uh, it separates us, but I think it brings us together. And I think anything we can do, as you said, to tie any type of recreation, hotels, restaurants, anything that that shows the river, it's it's actually kind of nice. You know, especially, you know, pelicans down there now and eagles in the winter. It's, it's uh, I, you're 100% right. It's totally underutilized. So when do you expect this project to actually be completed? Um, our goal is about a year from right now, about the beginning of uh, April. Now, is that, to, to, is that to break ground? That's or? to break ground, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, right now, we're looking, we're setting it about $6.3 million raised. We're, our goals are right around $9 million. So we're about $2.5 million short. So we're setting up, uh, getting a fundraising committee set up. Uh, myself and Holly Berg set on a webinar last week that um, state ARPA funds um, were going into a grant, a Destination Iowa grant. And, uh, you know, one of the, uh, one of the, one of the grants that was broken down into, I think had like $30 million available is the project must be a $10 million project and has to be shovel ready and have uh, 60% of the funds already in place. We're there. And I don't think we're probably going to find a lot of other communities around Iowa that's ready to go like we are for this project. So, you know, we're, we're very optimistic that, that we can lay this out and, um, and maybe tie some other things in to that area with this grant to, uh, to help. So, you know, we're, we're optimistic. We may be able to get a couple million dollars, um, out of that. So if that hits, then, then we're good. We'll still continue the fundraising because, um, it, it's been very, very supportive of this. You know, I think the, the biggest issue that we've had in me talking to people and, and someone used the, the phrase the other day, and, and you know it as well as I do from our time being in the community is hope fatigue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this projects like this have been thrown out. There's been conceptual drawings and, you know, the, the different things that's splashed across the front page of the courier once every two years or so. And then people get excited and then there's nothing and it's it's just convincing people that we're going to make this project happen we're this is as close as we've ever been and we're going to see it through speaking of that with the with the funding piece of it uh, let's talk about the ongoing funding you know a lot of uh the conversation that has been across social media platforms and has been raised in in council meetings i'm sure it's been raised in supervisor meetings as well is the ongoing funding piece of this there there's a fear that um taxpayer dollars will be used to to fund this project into the future so can you speak to that just a little bit yep uh one of the first things we've done was set up a 501c3 so we're a nonprofit uh entity um through everything and and again you can do all the studies in the world but uh you know you have to follow through with those as well so uh we've developed a plan and we've got in our, in our funding, in what we are trying to raise, we're actually raising a contingency fund more or less that we can put away because we know the first few years of this is going to lose money. Um, we don't want to put our backs against the wall and put a shovel on the ground before we're ready to. And then at a year, year and a half, then we're going, Oh my God, what do we do? So uh, we, we have built that into, into our fundraising plans 
uh, we're hiring. We will hire a group to run the facility, um, somewhat like a venue works at Bridgeview Center, except they will specialize in these in these projects in these uh, facilities. And as we sit here and talked all day, you can say all day we're going to bring this into a tunnel. We're going to bring these tournaments in. We're going to bring this in, unless you have someone there that is doing that every day that is organizing those that's reaching out that's sending emails that's that's putting a 10u basketball camp together or a, a 12u volleyball tournament together you're, you're not going to do it Tumble has really good facilities right now um, whether people want to want to really admit it or not what it comes down to is having the person that will organize the events like likes being done in oski at the outdoor stuff so um that's one that we're, it has to be ran as a business because we're not a, uh, we're not an entity that's tied to the city or the county or the school district that can come to you guys and say, Hey, uh, we need this money to keep it going. You owe us this, or, you know, this is in our contract. There's absolutely nothing in that. There's nothing that ties to it that says, uh, the building has to remain open for a certain amount of time or anything, you know, along those lines. So, we have to we have to make it work. It's a business. It's the same as someone else coming in, and uh, you know, putting coals out west. You know, it's 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 got to make it. How many people do you expect to be employed through this sports complex? There'll be uh, roughly two full time people. There'll be a marketing director. There'll be uh, a general manager of the facility, and then there'll be several part time positions. A lot of those will be college age, high school age kids, <clears throat> uh, not counting you know, your different referees and, and things like that that you're going to have for your for your basketball tournaments or, or things of that nature. So um, really it'll only be a couple full-time jobs, but then it'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of probably 10 to 12 part-time jobs, concession stand workers, uh, getting, you know, getting the nets set up for this that's coming in or whatever. Okay, great. So uh, switching gears just a little bit, um, you mentioned some of the other facilities here in town, and uh, one of the concerns that, that I've personally heard about is what what kind of damage might this do to places like the YMCA, for example. Uh, so have you had that conversation uh, with your committee, with the YMCA, as to how this is going to affect the, the business that they currently have? Yeah. Uh- it actually, from the from the very beginning of the study, the Y was involved with them when Tom Sisler was here and uh, the other kid that was kind of the programming director, and his name escapes me now, but um, we had had meetings with them, and actually, when we did the rollout of the study, they were there for it, and uh, they were a big piece of it as far as what do we need to stay away from? You know, we're not going to put a fitness center in there, so... You know, there's not going to be treadmills and weights and everything like that. And that's really a big part of the why is is that area. Um, youth programming that the why de- depends on for uh, t-ball leagues or flag football leagues, things like that. Those are programming things we'll stay away from. So really, we, uh, we, and we have met uh, with the why here probably about four months ago. We went and met with their entire board and just made sure we were still, because there's, of course, changes in all organizations so made sure we were on the same page with them and and that they understood that we're not coming after you we're not trying to shut you down we're going to work together with you and ultimately i think we could really compliment the why um on some of those things that they've outgrown that they don't have 
room to totally do this that they want to do that they can rent space from us or you know and and we're going to be sure to work with with groups like the y because ultimately when it comes to that it is about the kids yeah so where can somebody get information if there are further questions that people have uh where can they get that information um you can uh you can go to www.atumwasportsplex.com um, you can email questions to atumwasportsplex at gmail.com or facebook messenger um, if you want to go that route on it um we have a P.O. box if you want to send a letter, but I don't think people do that anymore. I don't think so. Uh, so that's I think we have the P.O. box for bills. I yeah, think, I think those those folks for, so. definitely still use the P.O. box. Yeah, and and as always, people can reach out to me, Brian Morgan County Supervisor seven 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 five one zero seven. I'd be happy to to sit down and talk with you if you have a group that you know that has questions or interested in helping. As I said, we put together a fundraising group. If anyone out there is is interested in getting involved. I think this is a good, fun project that that we, we're going to need some help on and, and some grassroots um, asking uh, from from the common folks of Ottumwa. And probably the most important question, uh, because it sounds like that we're not quite there yet, if people do want to donate to this cause, how do they do that? Just going through those same avenues? Yep. Going through those same avenues. Um, again, uh, we'll, we'll have on our... Uh, on our website, the fundraising committee, uh, they can absolutely always reach out to, to someone like that. There's going to be some advertising opportunities, um, you know, naming rights of the courts or the scoreboards or things like that if for, uh, for businesses. And I think we really kind of have maybe something for everyone, you know, um, maybe you can't spend $250,000 to sponsor the track, but you could do, you know, $2,000 a year over five years to do a scoreboard or something along those lines. So we got all that laid out as well. So in the PO box is great. If you just want to send a check, maybe it's not just for bills. Oh, so great yeah. option. P- PO box 1848. It's on Iowa 52501. <laughs> well, um, thanks for coming in today, Brian. And, um, if anybody has any questions, please feel free to reach out, uh, uh, to Brian or anybody on the committee. And, uh, I know I'm, for one, excited about the the possibility of this coming to town, and I think that it's going to be great for the community. So um, if anybody has any questions, please reach out. And again, uh, thanks for listening to Talk of Tumwa.